If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. All about the X Factor. Who will be the X Factor for both teams? I think Valanciunas for the Pelicans is extremely important. As a trio, they scored 81 points. That's with Brandon Ingram as well as McCullum. And then Valanciunas had a big night. On the other side, who will be that X Factor to help Paul George with the scoring load? I say look out for Norman Powell. Two-way player, can defend, and he can get his own shot. Those guys will matter and make the difference in that game. That sounds like Grant Hill. I think he's from Daytona. Oh, it's Vince Carter? Yeah. I was going to say Vince Carter, too. Yeah. Dang. Grant Hill, Vince Carter, two good ones. Two legends, yeah. yeah. So Vince Carter is from Daytona. Is he really? Yes. Yeah. Well, they so the minor league baseball team there, the Tortugas, like every year they do like a Vince Carter night. Yeah. And okay. he's there. And I, I always just, I never like Googled him, I guess. Well, Vince, uh, he used to have a restaurant down there. Right where now where like the uh, the Bucky's is, where they built the Daytona mm-hmm. on that exit, used to have a restaurant for a long time. Hmm. I think I went there once, like a sports bar type thing, but kind of like a, I would say, I think it was more of an upscale. Yeah. Um, sports bar, if you will, meaning it was a little more expensive than you would find. Well, I don't like that at all. Like wings and stuff. Okay. Uh, it was okay. I wonder. But I was wondering every time I went prices. by, I was like, "How is that thing still open?" I never see a lot of cars. Sure, in sure. There. And now whatever's over there is like, why are all those people going to Bucky's and not stopping here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Bucky's taking over. I tell you, know you I, we went to Buck. When we went to the NFL owners meetings, right? We were stopped by Bucky's. We had to get gas, and then we got a little something to eat. If I could have had, I just wanted to see what they made that day. Like in it, terms of revenue? Oh my gosh! Okay. Like I don't know they whatever, like, like food. However they do that in their world. Oh yeah, no, whatever they do, and and like at midnight or and it prints out the sheet and it spits it to somebody in their corporate office on how much they made at the Daytona store yeah. on Sunday, a couple weeks ago. I would have loved to see the number, because that place was. I mean, it was seriously like going into. You know, like you, you know when you go, uh, you know when you go to fireworks and you gotta sit in the traffic getting out. Fireworks. Yeah, anywhere. Fireworks anywhere. You ever been to a fireworks show? Yeah. And the fireworks end and you go at leave wherever you are at the beach. Oh, or no. Or like Disney we're, World we're or something. Partying, yeah. Yeah. No, we're always partying after, man. We don't care about leaving. Oh, uh, you don't leave? Nah. Uh, well, nah, you know the traffic, though? You see yeah, for something like that? It kind of felt like that at Bucky's. Okay. I got okay. you. Just trying to paint a scene of... No, I, 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 hey, Bucky's cut the check, I guess, at this point. I know. Listen, Bucky's you know doesn't even advertise. Like, they don't advertise. I don't even think they advertise. They don't need to. They, yeah. really, they really don't need it's to. It's called word of mouth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, interesting thing, though, tonight with the Pelicans-Clippers game, and I get it, on paper, uh, there's not a lot to like, but if the Pelicans do win, it absolutely screws the Portland Trailblazers because when the Portland Trailblazers traded C.J. McCollum, keep in mind, the Pelicans were nobodies. Um, they traded it for a first-round pick. If the Pelicans win tonight, then the Portland Trailblazers are outside the draft lottery. So they essentially traded C.J. McCollum away for nothing. Which would be uh, a big uh, dagger mm-hmm. in the in, in the heart, you know, and in the heart of uh, Portland Trailblazers fans everywhere, because the whole premise of trading C.J. McCollum away was to rebuild. 
Well, how are you going to rebuild it if you have like the 25th pick of the draft? Mm. Well, that's a good call. So there you go. There, there, there's a little uh, Pelicans Clippers breakdown for tonight. All right. Uh, Zion Williamson still not playing. Yes. I'll add to your breakdown. Still completely underwhelming basketball out All there right. tonight. Hey, uh, the 33rd team, who I really like a lot. Okay. 33rd team. That's, uh, that's my guy, Tannenbaum. But it's also guys like. Oh, here we go. But they had a lot of coaches. Like Peterson was working with them, I think. He was yeah. doing some stuff. They have a lot of coaches that aren't coaching or have or GMs. I think Polian contributes. They have a lot of contributors. Yeah, and they so, do some cool okay. stuff, like our behind the scenes, not just on the draft, but. It sounds like a pyramid long. scheme, though. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, like you know, like, like when you go on Facebook and they're trying to sell you those protein shakes because, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I've I, I used these for 10 days. Well, look look at my waist. Before. And, like, you just use different lighting and no one's buying it, but, you know, you're still selling it. That's what the 33rd team is. But let's hear it. I can't wait to hear this. Nah, 33rd team's good. But okay. I don't what, what like I got? their mock draft. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, let's get into it. They have a three-round mock draft. Oh, yeah, you, you and, sent us this. And as much as I like the 33rd team and what they do, mm-hmm. um, and, and they're fun to interact with on, on social media and everything, Okay. I don't like their draft, like, at all. It's awful. Hit me with it. Uh, I want to make sure. I, I wanted to see who maybe put this... Oh, Brent's trying to defend him now because it's such trash. Oh, no, I wanted to see if anybody put their name or if it was just a group effort or if there were, like, two or three that actually did the mock, um, and I can't find that. So, but anyway, Evan Neal, number one. Oh, we're good. See, we don't have to go on any farther. It's done. You blew it. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. You blew it. Pyramid scheme. You blew it. Sorry. <laughs> N- not legit. Mike Tannenbaum, once again, F. <laughs> uh, let's see, number 32. Well, no, who's, 33. Who, who's number two? One of the mock draft here, man. Oh, you Let's want get... me to go? Oh, I'm not going through all of them. I was really just caring about the Jags. But Kayvon Thibodeau, by the way, number two to Detroit. Not taking Hutchinson. Not Blew Thibodeau. it. Blew it again. You like Thibodeau more than Hutchinson. I do, but Hutchinson's the hometown Hutchinson's oh, the hometown great. So now guy. You take the better, not the better okay, player because he's a hometown guy. Go on, man. You got it. We didn't take Tebow around here. We took Hutchinson Alawalu. You got it, man. What else you got? Then you got Hutchinson to Houston. Okay. The next J.J. Watt. Okay. Then you got Sauce Gardner to the Jets. Then Equanu to the Giants. Kenny Pickett to Carolina. George Karlaftis to the Giants. Purdue, edge. <laughs> I picked number seven. Interesting. That's seven. I know. That would be kind of out of nowhere, right? Kyle Hamilton, eight. Now, did Jermaine Johnson opt to go back to college or Hold what? On. Charles Cross. Okay. Uh, nine to Seattle. Garrett Wilson, 10 to the Jets. Drake London, 11 to Washington. Trayvon Walker, 12. Mm. Many people think he could go number one to the Jacks. Mm-hmm. Yo, this uh, is trash. Yeah, you're, you're looking at uh, Jordan, uh, Jermaine Johnson, 29 to the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Why we, get, get these guys out of here, Brent. Like, come on. This, I this, I is, like this is horrible. This is a horrible mock draft. You got to say it's a horrible mock draft. I don't, I've told you I don't like the mock drafts for the Jags specifically. Arnold DeBickety. Uh, from Penn State, edge guy at 33 for the Jags. Uh, okay. A lot of people, now, a lot of the experts, uh, the Daniel Jeremiah's of the world, too, say the edge class is really deep. Yeah. They, they like the edge class, so could you go in the second round instead of the first round under these circumstances? It sounds like that's what the 33rd team tried to do. Wait, who, who did the Jaguars get again? Uh, a bickety, I hope you say that correctly, from Penn State, uh, edge okay. guy. Okay, okay. Um, so that is uh, 32. I'm not going to read everybody's name. I'm sorry, that's 33. That's first pick of the second round. And then 65, uh, Jalen Petrie. Petre? This okay. is the guy I asked you to look up. Oh, okay. His senior bowl performance helped alleviate concerns related to his size. 
adds versatility and coverage ability from a true hybrid player. Did you say he played the star position? He played the star Baylor? position at Baylor. Yeah. So, so we move him around. Yeah, I guess. So, just forget the wide receivers. And then guard Jamari Salier yes, the uh, for Georgia. At, I'm from Georgia at number 70. If so these yes. are the picks, do we riot? Well, that's why I said, please do not be right, 33rd team, or come out with a fresh one next week. Is this like a, a subscription-based website? Um, I don't think so. I, think I hope not. 33rdteam.com, I think. Okay, good. Good, um, good to know. It'd be like so. paying for trash. <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, like I told you, I like their stuff. Listen, oh, if you're trying to tell me like the mock, if I you're trying know. to tell me Drake London's getting picked eleventh, you're wrong. You're uh, just not correct. Yeah, you could why? Because I mock draft. You've seen them that people float around have them higher than that. I mean, because I, he's going higher than eleven. See, I think it's interesting when you get stuff like this too, mm-hmm. it, especially as we get closer. Um, you said somebody threw something out there today. Was it on Trevon Walker or? Uh, I don't know what you said, but okay. some, I don't every really, I day. Every day you've got something else coming out. No, you're trying to make a name for yourself. Well, you're, or you're just trying to be a little different than the other. Well, folks. no, I mean the thir- the 33rd teamers are making a name for themselves. Like because th- this I think is these guys have this already is so, made names for themselves. I, mean, well, I don't know. Bill Polian's contributing. I mean, I think I don't guy, know him. You don't know Bill Polian? I know both. I don't know what the 33rd team is. Oh, I see. But I'm saying I think in terms of how these like I don't think the Jaguars are taking offensive tackle or whatever at number one. I don't either, but we've discussed it for over a month now that the, some fans wouldn't mind that. But I think, like, the point of some of these mock drafts is to try to get people to talk like we're doing right now, and we talk about it. Well, okay, so this is where I go with it. I don't like that mock draft for the Jacksonville Jaguars at all. Correct. Uh, it doesn't give you a wide receiver, another weapon for Trevor. It's so heavy on the offensive line in the top uh, four picks. Uh, you save edge to second round. I don't know what you're doing with Evan Neal. Quite frankly, if you pick up number one overall, you yeah. pick the guard number one, and then you pick the guard at 70, yeah. <laughs> basically. And you just added Brendan Sheriff. Yeah. So, I mean, there's only two guard positions. And and now you, I mean, do you have too many offensive linemen? So, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I also wonder, as you tr- to more like uh, Casey's point, like the Drake London going to 11, or can somebody else jump up to no- Like, where this stuff will fall, we have seen the same names in the top 10, 12, 15, right? Mm-hmm. And then every year we kind of been like, wow, that guy slipped all the way down to 18, 22, wherever, or this guy went up uh, higher than, than we thought he was going to come up. And just it sets this narrative. But where do the people really think it's going to land that are making the decisions? Mm-hmm. And beauty's in the eye of the beholder, which if somebody likes someone at three, but they like somebody else more at three, mm-hmm. well, that guy that they were going to take at three easily could slip all the way down to 12, 14, 18, whatever it might be, because the beauty's not there for the rest of the teams. No, I mean, it happens all the time where, you know, there's always a surprise and there's always guys that are going to drop a little bit. And, like, you know, to get back to the wide receiver point, when you do have, it seems like, a surplus of talent in that wide receiver group, I think a lot of teams out there can say, okay, we can afford to maybe wait and see how this whole thing plays out and maybe wait till, you know, the next round to get our guy. And I think in doing that and having that philosophy, maybe you don't see a lot of receivers get taken like we expect to get taken in the first round. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's it can go so many directions, and it's a, just a matter of what they value and covet, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they think they've done enough at wide receiver? We don't. Do they? Uh, do they need pass rusher? I think so. Of course. Do they? 
Can you get enough in the offensive line? Most people would say no, but I don't think it's a, a weak part of their team, which has been a weak team. So how do they feel about it and where do they go? Uh, it's a lot like the linebacker spot to me. A lot of people have the Jags taken linebacker or want the Jags take linebacker at 33. Yeah. I just don't see it. I don't think I, – I just feel like from a – you want to talk value, and, and I'm not a huge value guy. I think if you go get the best players and you need good players in Jacksonville, you need blue chippers, I almost don't care what position they, they play. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's the only reason I would buy into an Evan Neal or an Iquanu is that you just think that guy is so good that you want him on your team and you'll eventually you'll make room for him mm-hmm. and you'll eventually put him in a place where he's going to be a 10-time Pro Bowler. And yeah. if that's what works out, then I can't fault that at the end of the day. Uh, right now we're looking more need-based and saying, okay, Hutchinson or, or is it a Trayvon Walker or somebody like that on the defensive side because it looks like you need more help right there on the edges. So... But but you do need good players. I just think the value of the linebacker spot, mm-hmm. I just don't see why they have to do that at 33. I think there's so much more benefit to helping out, uh, as you said, receiver. Um, or maybe well, maybe at that point there's an offensive guard, right, or mm-hmm. even a center because you now have to start looking at center uh, to some degree. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, linebacker, I think, I'm not saying they're a dime a dozen, but it kind of feels like there can be a dime a dozen, and, and you can get somebody to play there at least satisfactory. Yeah, and also taking a guy at safety who doesn't really have a position doesn't make you feel too confident either, you know, that high up. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, to be fair, like, I don't think, you know, I don't think the 33rd team is, like, watching the Jacksonville Jaguars with, like, a microscope. You know, I mean, they're kind of just saying, all right, what do they got at the roster? All right, they probably need this guy, need that guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, so. in, in, in this situation, too, you could just be saying, hey, these are some of the best players on the board in these spots in our eyes, whether it's – if you if you believe in best player available. But you know how I feel. I, we, we've been over this before. Yeah. But, but, again, some people believe if it – this organization, if they had been worried more about best player available more often, may have been better off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can spin that either way you want to go. Yeah. Um, I, I, again, should the Jags be thinking need – or best player available mm-hmm. on a team that is void of blue chip players. I think early on in the draft, best player available makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and again, when you have the no, I'll say this, I've said this countless times over the last month. When you have the number one pick in the draft, it's got to be pretty difficult to not take who you think is the number one player in the draft, like the best player that's going to come out of the draft, mm-hmm. even if you need the position or not. Yeah, and and that's what this always this conversation always came around a guy like Kyle Hamilton t- for me. Like, if you really think he's going to be the best, or does it lead you back to Trevon Walker, where you think this guy is so gifted, so talented, and might be the best player in this draft that you're like, you know what, we will find a way to use him, fit him, put him in our our defense because he's that gifted and he does actually address a need of some sort. We just got to find the way to best utilize it. See, but we've been over this, though. Do you have the luxury to wait and see? Yeah. And because that's, that's, that's what you're getting with him, possibly. So, yeah. Right. Uh, Shout out to the 33rd team. <laughs> 33rd team. So they're, they're actually they're pretty popular, you think? I, I like their stuff. Okay. I really do. I mean, I, I like uh, – they now, actually had a really good breakdown recently of uh, – Trevon Walker, yeah. if you want to go, I mean, okay. to, to go back and see. Now, yeah, listen, are they going to have more Twitter followers than me one day or not? Because they, they don't have as many followers as I do right I now. And I post about anime. Um, I don't know who All originated it, by the okay. way. But they it have, says Mike Tannenbaum and uh, Joe Banner. 
Oh, and Ben. I'm doing some. Re- I'm looking up some stuff from them. And so, but I know like uh, Peterson was contributing a little bit at okay. some times. Daniel Jeremiah's the got some stuff here. Oh, does he DJ? do some stuff with him? Yeah. I mean, they really lean on people who've been around the league. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh, from coaches to personnel people to everyone else. Yeah, players writing in. I don't think they do. I don't think so. Come on, Brent. Yeah. We, we, we got to change that narrative. Uh, <laughs> so we, well, so if we, you keep hey. ripping them, you probably oh, no, won't no, be invited. No, no, that's fine, because, you know, I, I'm just going ta- to change my Twitter <laughs> handle right now to the 66th team, team or the yeah, 66th <laughs> team, and I have more Twitter followers already, so I have more power. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll just start just the most ridiculous mock drafts of all time. Hey, Jago, was you a kicker? Yeah, get him psyched around. You got it. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, let's get people start talking a little bit around here, right? I don't think this was a get people talking piece. Yeah, it's a get people talking piece. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think these guys have reputations too, though. That's my. That's what I think is interesting. I think they need Twitter followers, and this is how you get them. Man, maybe controversy. It worked. Yeah, I didn't like the people that they picked for the Jags. No, uh, not one bit. Casey despises them for the Drake London. You know, I mean, just the the constant. You better believe it. Hate on Drake London. Should, case, should Drake London be the number one overall pick in the draft? Hey, listen, my mock hasn't been shocked yet. You know what I mean? So if that opportunity does come up, I guess you'll have to find out. Hmm. Uh, he's not even the number and one. And I'll tell you right now, and once again, I, I understand that maybe, you know, it's just coaches and everything. If Chris Olave goes number three to the Kansas City Chiefs, I retire from the radio. Like, you mean you're going to let go of Tyreek Hill and all of a sudden, oh, hey, here's Chris Olave just hand-picked for you at pick number 30. Oh, by Come the on. way, if the Jags don't jump in front of them and take hey, them. They got, they got the Kansas City Chiefs taking Jermaine Johnson and Chris Olave. Okay. We'll see. If that's the case, I'm putting somebody down the Kansas City Chiefs for Super Bowl. If that's the case, they're going to get more Twitter followers if they're right. I, I wouldn't bank on it, but we'll see. <laughs> If the Kansas City Chiefs get Jermaine Johnson and Chris Olave in the first round, okay. By the way, uh, in a break before this segment, Casey had, like, the best line ever. Yeah. You were asking him about music festivals. Yeah. And you said, Casey, do you like music festivals? And he doesn't like, not. no. Yes. Why? I don't like people. Matter-of-factly, he said. Yes. I don't like people. And that's fair. I mean, that's... Uh, that's a huge component of a music festival. <laughs> yes. um, some would say it's probably the most important part of, of any festival, set aside from a music, food, wine, gala. You got to have the people. In case he's not a fan of the people. And, and now that he said it straight faced, and I believe him. Oh, no. I, I'm, I mean, there's some, like, see, depending, like, I don't like people in large groups, depending what the event is. Like, if I have to go like, to, like, a dinner party, I don't really, I don't like, know, know anybody. Like, I don't like that. That's horrible. Uh, that's like the worst time festival ever. where you don't like it. You don't know anybody. You're yeah, okay with it. Yeah, but we all have the same thing in common. Like last night, I went to a concert by myself. Did you end up going? Oh, yeah. I went, I went by myself. Yeah. How was it? It was awesome. Yeah, shout out to Bon Iver, man. The Wisconsin band. Oh, Claire, Wisconsin's greatest expert. Really? He's won Grammys and everything. Oh, I say him. Justin Vernon, the lead singer of Bon Iver, has won Grammys. But yeah, I went by myself, met some cool people, had some good times. There you go. Yeah. But see, that's the thing about a concert is like you can go with strangers, but you have something in common at least. You're all going to watch the same dude. Right, so yeah, like, yeah. if you have the same taste of music, odds are you're probably gonna get along with people. If I go to a dinner party, like what we all like steak, cool, nothing, you know. Yeah, doesn't yeah. do much for you. Doesn't do much for me. Uh, was that the first time you've seen them? Oh no, that was my fifth time. Fifth time. Yeah. So you're like a groupie. Uh yeah. I mean, a fan would be satisfactory, <laughs> but go ahead and call me a groupie if you want. If you if you want to play the Seinfeld music again, we can. You want to go back to that thing? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's the most you've ever seen one 
act? Uh, probably eight or nine times. Who? Uh, Avid Brothers, <laughs> and then the real Avid big Brothers fish. played out St. Augustine. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then the real big fish. The real big fish. And you know what the real big fish are? No, no. It's, it's you know what ska music is? It's ska. You, the, I don't. I don't Look it up. It's punk with um with like horns and trumpets and trumpets right. and stuff. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the reason I, I've seen that so much is because they always have mosh pits. Because I got my very first mosh pit when I was in eighth grade. I went with some high school kids, and they took me to the Real Big Fish show, and then I knocked down this old dude in a mosh pit, and I became a fan ever since. <laughs> like, but that, that was back then, like, we didn't know, because, you know, there's rules in mosh pits, and I didn't really know the rules, so I was like, oh, this guy's, like, trying to come at me, I'm going to come at him. I'm in eighth grade. Boom! Lowered his shoulder, knocked him down. I'm like, this is awesome. And then I realized, okay, there's, like, unwritten rules you got to follow in the mosh pit. But yeah. that, that was, like, my first experience. That was your Dante Fowler moment? That was my Dante Fowler <laughs> moment. Yes. Casey, I'd ask you how many shows you've been to for one specific act, but you don't Casey, like people. Casey, you ever been to so. a show? <laughs> no, I miss Thursday. You ever been to a concert? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Who's very concert you ever been to? Music Fridays on ESPN 690. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, it wasn't that memorable, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not one that I'm like, oh, yeah, that was great. In case we've told this story before, but you know who my first concert was? Uh, Plenty of Fish. No, Michael Bolton. You know who my second concert was? Michael, Michael Bolton. Bolton. You better believe <laughs> That's it. good. How, how nobody wrong. called social services on my mom like that? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. And like, I love my mom to death, but back-to-back Michael Bolton's is, whoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't had Michael Bolton with that long in Kenny G hair too. Like, he, he wasn't cool back then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he's cool now. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like the cool guy with the short hair. That's true. Back then he had that long, he did hair. Have the long hair. Give me a break, dude. <laughs> I was, put, I was a, put a curling iron through I that was, hair and straighten that bad boy. I was dancing the Michael Bolton songs probably in like eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll be back at your Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks OT comes up at 6 o'clock. And then the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp right here on ESPN 690. We've got some baseball from Durham uh, coming up tonight. I think he's going to rise up and be, be phenomenal. And that's why I'm picking him to win the series. If I had doubts about that, or I thought it'd be too little bit too too big looking across the cage. Because I thought there was a time early in KD's career that I thought he kind of felt that way about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like this is a guy I idolize, man. And like going at him and, and having that edge and that look was a little bit much for him early in his career. He obviously got past that. For for Jason Tatum, I'm sure Kevin Durant is a guy he has idolized. So now here he is. You're the two best offensive small forwards in the game. You guys are going to decide. And now Kyrie obviously has a big hand in this, and Jalen Brown also. But it's Tatum and KD. So I think he's going to be phenomenal, and I think that's why I like Boston to get through. There you go, baby. There's your guy, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. That was Legler, by the way, talking. Nice. I'm all over him now. Bring it home for the weekend, Brent. Good, good for you. Case is that Tim Legler? Can we confirm? Super confident. Yeah, so I hope so. Okay. Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, getting ready for Action Sports Jacks OT, Austin Lane. Mm. Down to the sushi, showing off the guns and the tats. Oh, yeah. On a Friday. Yeah. Dude, you know how I'm always rocking the sleeves, like, sleeveless on Fridays? Yeah, you kind of go with that on Friday. Especially now, it's like 80 degrees outside. It's humid, too. Yeah. yeah. Kind of nice. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Why not, man? It's yeah. radio, right? Yeah, it's middle April. Yeah, it's radio. How are we doing on the golf picks? Oh, I'm sure I'm struggling. Who'd you have again, uh, Casey? Casey, please be gentle. Shane Lowry. Lowry that was doing well, Is but he, winning? he doesn't look like he's near no. the top of the leaderboard anymore. 
Lowry is, uh, oh, plus two today, three under. So you're okay for the weekend. Top uh, 25 right now. Maverick McNeely, one under. Looks like he'll make the cut. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Top Gun special. Mm-hmm. And uh, your guy is... Uh, Did you just go home? Scott Piercy. Did he get canceled? Scott Piercy. Mm-hmm. Did he have a rough first? Oh, no, Scott Piercy, minus three. What, what place is that? Tied with uh, Casey at 22nd. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were talking like top five. No, he's only four shots off the lead. Yeah. Be, all right, Casey. Way, all hey. three of our picks are around for the weekend, Casey, most likely. I'll see in the finals. Or whatever you call right, it, the, the last day. I'll, we'll see, I'll see, on see you on Sunday. Sunday. Thank you. Yes. I'll see, see you on Sunday. Sunday. I'll see in the finals. See in the finals. That sounds better. <laughs> That's, we'll see in the finals. Hey, I'll see in the finals. They should just rename the last three holes of like every call golf the tournament the finals. Yeah. yeah. That would be good. Yeah, if you complain about, you know, viewership, call it the finals and see what happens. If you uh, like um, the NBA playoffs, we'll see in the finals in like four months. Yeah, it, it does last a little long. And I told you, like, even in Shock, or not Shock and Mock, and Slam Poetry, I wasn't lying. The whole plan tournament thing is super confusing to me. It is. Yeah. I told you, uh, I don't even pay attention to it because it's like the first four. Yeah. I'm not doing my bracket until it's over. No, well, we should probably do our brackets today because it starts tomorrow. I believe. Like the NBA tournament. Huh? We haven't done that. Oh. Well, we can do that. Okay. I mean, we'll have to do it right here, but we can do that. Okay. We got two I segments mean, to go. Are you giving us homework for the weekend now? Because you know how I feel about the weekends. <laughs> well, we can do it. Then. Don't ask me to do anything on the Is weekend. Is Casey going to write it down? I mean, I'm sure we can probably print something off someplace. I don't know. We'll figure we it out. printers bro. here? I've never printed anything at this. Oh, yeah. Point. Hey, we got some legit printers here. Really? Yeah. Not, oh. not at ESPN 690? We don't. No, it's in the production room, which is like down the hallway. It's I amazing. can't go in there anymore. It's amazing how much. You, no, no, no. Not, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so this, that was an yeah. inside joke yeah, that I didn't even great. get. Folks. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Casey got yelled at. Um, oh. No, there's a. Oh, I did. There's, nah, there's, I get Casey got yelled at. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a production room down the hall, Casey, that has the printer in it. <laughs> okay. And, cool. and believe me when I say, I mean, we're talking like, dude, we're talking. Ten sheets per five seconds. It's fast. <laughs> that's a that's a fast turnover rate. You know what I'm saying, Brent? I mean, do, do printers have like turnover rates? Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm saying like in a second, you got two sheets of paper in front of you with like full fledged color or black and white. Your choice. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's we're raving about printers. Well, you talked about an hour about Bucky's, so I mean, it's just it's what Fridays do. And we spend it for Bucky's. I we, mean, come on. And we spent an hour on the 33rd team or whatever, and they have less Twitter followers than I do. So, <laughs> so does where, the printer. So where are the pri- okay? <laughs> but where are the priorities? You know, where are the priorities of the show, though? You know. All right. So are are we going with these matchups or what? Yeah, I pulled it up. Well, give it to us. Okay. So is it safe to assume no matter who the Suns are playing, you're going to pick the Suns? Yes. I will take the Suns as well. Yes. Okay. So then, is it safe to assume whoever the Heat are playing, you'll pick the Heat? I it will, will take- either be the Cavs or the Hawks. No, I'm taking the heat. Mm. Brent making the game harder than it has to be. Okay. Fine, I'll take the heat. Chalk. Casey, what do you got? Heat. Yeah, I'll take the Cavs. Okay. They oh. got to get there. <laughs> okay. But yeah. I, got, I have hope. Um, okay. I'm going to stick the Hawks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting. Uh, the Nets or the Celtics? Celtics. Homer up, baby. Jason Tatum jersey coming my way. Give me the Nets. By the way, Noah Locke for the Florida Gators just uh, transferred, or used to be a Florida Gator, transferred for a second time now to Providence. Oh, really? How about that. Okay. Just let you know. Hey, by the way, how why does everyone get to transfer twice now? Like JT Daniels twice. I th- Omar um, Payne, who's headed to JU, that's twice. Yeah, I think, uh, is that pandemic related? 
That's what we were trying to figure out. I'm pretty out. sure it is. Okay. Um, where were we? Uh, we're at the Nets and Celtics. All oh, right. Brent picked the Celtics. I'm taking the Nets. Uh, Celtics. Celtics. Okay. The Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. <sighs> ja feel. Give me the Grizzlies. Ja real. Give me the Grizzlies. Oh, wow. Okay. Brandon Clark, give me the Grizzlies. Um, <laughs> you just relax with Brandon Clark. Uh, Warriors, Nuggets. Mm. Now Steph Curry. Restricted minutes. Uh, I'm going to go disappointing Warriors. I'm going with the Nuggets. Oh, Warriors all day. Come on. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah, I, I try to sway it. Somebody's opinion. Uh, Mavericks, who confirmed do not have Luka in game one mm-hmm. against the Jazz. Who are the, just the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz. Uh, I think Dallas. That's good that you have to think about some of these. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Dallas as well. I think Luke will come back, mm-hmm. hopefully. And if not, it'll be fine. Uh, disgruntled 76ers fan, uh, Justin Kuzar gave me a heads up on this one. 76ers or the Raptors? 76ers will be without one of their better players because he's not vaccinated. Yeah, 76ers. Trust the process. Ah, uh, yeah, they do have the better talent, but the Raptors are like nobody wants to play. I'm taking the 76ers because you know what I want to see. I want to see the Bucks 76ers in the Eastern Conference Finals just so I can spite Kuz again. Oh, that'd be great. Oh man, you remember what happened the last time the 76ers played the Raptors in the playoffs? I don't. Double doink Kawhi Leonard. Oh, and left crying. okay. Well, yeah. that's a great hey, show. Wait, so you're taking the Raptors? Yes, I am. Is this more just to shove it in Kuz's face, or is this okay? He, wait, he told me they were going to lose. Oh, so really? I believe him. Yeah. Hmm. He said, I saw him the other day. He's like, Yeah, just mentally getting prepared for the Sixers to lose. I was like, Okay. Okay. Insider. I'll buy into that. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I was like, That's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that's um, reverse psychology by a fan. Well, that's fine. Uh, and then the last that's one great in this shot by Kawhi. first round would be the Bucks. The Bulls. I mean, yeah. come on. You, you you mix the immigrant mentality and you mix Lopez back 100%. I mean, come on. Fucks. And Brent, I dare you to say the Bulls in front of me. I dare you to say the Chicago Bulls. Billy Please. Donovan? <laughs> Billy Donovan, he goes, is college? Is college, is college basketball? No, say it. Say the Bulls. Is Michael say the, playing? Say, say the Bulls. Dennis Rodman playing? No, that's how I checked. No, I think it's Zach Levine. Uh, how, does, how does Lori Markkinen sound or that dude's name? I'll is. go with the Deer District. Oh, there it is, Brent. Well, Casey, do it. I can't. Oh, you guys are no fun. No, I think, it, I think they'll play more games than anticipated in the series, though. I can see that. I like the Bulls, but not I can see enough. That. Yeah. Okay, so a good coaching job by Billy D. Where do we go He's from here? Since we don't exactly know who's getting to the I think next we round. just... Uh, Eastern just Conference. What, oh, we wait. Okay, I like we it. We go round yeah, by round. Wait. So that, by the way, yeah. I think it's a pretty good in opening set of games in the playoffs. I mean, Celtics, Brooklyn, that's, that's pay-per-view. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and by the way, the way the East was all year, right? Mm-hmm. Super competitive, nobody pulling away. Mm-hmm. We know there's top-heavy nature in the in the West, yeah, in the NBA. So, but the East should be a heck of a battle. Yeah, but we do. I think you. I, I don't think that's far fetched to say Hawks or Cleveland beats the Heat. Yeah, I like I like Cleveland a lot. Yeah, so that's more of me just being clouded judgment with uh, the boy Evan Mobley. As you, know, you know what Cleveland reminds me? Of? Cleveland reminds me of what Memphis was a couple years ago, and just in terms of like they don't have a lot of household names, but they're gritty. They play great defense, and they just get after it. Um, I think we did this a couple years ago, where it was like, give me your your one team to watch and your one player to watch. And remember, I, I might have said the Mavericks and Luka Doncic. I might have called it. And now Luka Doncic is a star. Remember that and the whole bubble thing. You weren't here, Casey. Don't worry. Okay, but who's like your sleeper like, team? Like Luka wasn't a star at that time. 
I feel like we didn't talk about Luca until after the bubble. Really? Yes. Um, he did go off. He did. But who's like your sleeper team this year, and who's maybe your sleeper player of the playoffs? Got anything? When, for you, us for- when you say sleeper team, do you mean to win it all? Um, I'm just saying, yeah, that that has a chance to win it all. That's going to go like, farther than Mem- people expect. Like Memphis is really good, but do people really think they can win it all? I think so. Could I use them as a sleeper, or is that too I much? I mean, they're. I wouldn't really call them a sleeper, but hey, this this is your thing, Brent. Nah, then I won't use them. They're too too much. They're too much of an odds-on favorite. Correct. Uh, do I have a sleeper team? I mean, heck. Um, uh, how about if I just go Miami again? Because everybody will overlook them. Okay, Miami. They're they're the top seed overall, though. You know what I'm saying? Like the nobody's going to pick Miami. They now. have. Brooklyn, the 76ers, the Celtics. Yeah. I think they'll all be okay, picked over. Okay, I'll go first. I think the Raptors are the sleeper team. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And the player, Scotty Barnes. Yes, thank you very much. Scotty Barnes. Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Brent's going go. with the best team in the league in the Miami Heat. It's not the, really the best team in the league. There are five <laughs> teams. His sleeper <laughs> to watch is some little guy named Jimmy Butler. <laughs> there were five teams. There were five teams that were, like, all tied. In the East. So oh, what yeah, do you no, want us sure. to take? No, hey, take. And take, then all take, the, heavy te- the top heavy teams in the West. Take take NBA All-Rookie Jimmy Butler and take the Miami Heat then. What? Are, hey, do me a favor then. I got to validate this. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's like 30 years old. What? Las Vegas odds. You have to type in Las Vegas. NBA Finals. There's odds everywhere. <laughs> hey, there can be odds in like China too, I feel like. We're going to go Las Vegas. No, we don't want the Vegas ones. All right. All right. Well, I guess we're going American here. Going American. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six teams are favored ahead of the Miami Heat to win the uh, championship. And there's, what, 20 teams in the playoffs? Uh, yes. Yeah, but, like, I mean, you can't, I'm not going Chicago, Minnesota, Atlanta, Cleveland. Who are you got? Toronto? I yes. said Toronto. You guys both went Toronto? Yes. yes. So you got to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, oh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Yeah. That's well, fine. Yeah. Where's Minnesota on there, by the way? They're right, low-key. last. You know, Minnesota something. is plus 12,000. What is the Raptors? Plus eight. Hundred or thousand? Thousand. Hmm. Walk is the favorite? Phoenix. By a lot. Get out of here. By a lot. Every year it's the same thing with that team. By the way, uh, Miami, you, you didn't want me to go Memphis, but Miami's actually higher odds or better odds than Memphis. So Memphis would have been a better sleeper. See? You should have let me sway him, man. That's that peer pressure getting to you, Brent. Brandon Clark and the boys. Yeah, we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. But he has a lot of confidence in the changeup, you know, to both right and left-handed hitters, and and that's been something that's that's been good to see. It's it's a pitch that's come for him as he's worked his way back, and uh, it's definitely... Uh, you know, I think even added some confidence. That is Aaron Boone, Yankees manager. Plenty of baseball going on this weekend. Brent Morton, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. Uh, the, there will be 22 players that will go to the draft in Vegas. I actually thought they might have more because of it being in Vegas coming out of the pandemic. I still think we'll see this kind of mixed blend of what we saw in the pandemic, the, the reactions at home, um, some of the people at the draft, kind of that 
the feel of pre-pandemic and and during it, the way you had to use Zoom and all the rest. I think there was some beneficial stuff coming out of that from a TV production standpoint. And uh, I think the NFL learned from that, and that will continue. 22, that's not bad. The Jags really have a good chance of, I guess, they're the, the guy they pick at number one being there because uh, if you want to go offensive line, Aquano and Neal are scheduled to be there. Also, Hutchinson and Thibodeau are scheduled to be there. Uh, but Walker is not. Trevon Walker. So, I don't know where he's going to be, but he's not going to be there. Uh, Stuart Weber will be in Las Vegas. So from that standpoint, I hope it's one of the four guys that are there. <laughs> you're not, not going to go? Well, I'll be here. I okay. heard our coverage back here. We've got gotcha. uh, a lot of TV coverage here. And so we'll do three hours that night. Uh, and, of course, uh, the draft is on ESPN 690 from a listening standpoint right here. If you were, you know, asked to go to the draft, would you go to the draft? To cover it or, like, uh, be a player? Yeah. If you're a player. If you're if you're one of these top – I don't yeah. even know how many they ask, quite frankly, but if there's 35 of them they ask, would you yeah. go? Um, I probably wouldn't, no. Really? No. Uh, I would, like, want to, you know, just hang out with my friends and family more and just kind of be more laid back than having to sit in that green room and then just kind of have the pressure and all the lights on you and everything like that and wear a suit. Um, I, I probably wouldn't wear a suit. Yeah. Yeah, I would just wear a jeans and T-shirt, and I'd probably get ripped on Twitter. So, no, I wouldn't want to go to, to the thing. If you're the only – it would be great be like, hey, listen, I'd love to go, but I don't want to wear a suit. I mean, do you have to wear a – you don't have to wear a suit. Do uh, I think that's part of it. Like, why do the guys go then? Like, so why do the players go? Not just to wear a suit, but I think it's a super branding opportunity, oh, right? it's huge branding, yes, for sure. But also I would argue that Joe Thomas earned just as much branding by being on a fishing boat not knowing who drafted him. Oh, I know. That's you a know cool way saying? to do it, too. Yeah. I mean, but he I, didn't get any bowl sponsorships out of that, but he made well, it a fishing I, boat. I don't know. I mean, I felt like people uh, people talked about that, though. Yeah, they did. You know, like, I felt that helped his brand just not even being there. Yeah. I wonder if, a guy, like, today's day and age, if a story like that of where you're at would have run yeah. a little louder. I think people caught on to that story more, like, after the fact. Sure. I mean, it was a story in Cleveland as well, but in this well, world I remember, today. I think, didn't Mel Kuyper report, like, he's on a fishing boat or something? Is that what he said? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what happened. So... I mean, I. Why do they go then? Because it's, is it just like you said. I think that's branding. You know, I mean, it, it's obviously it, it's a big honor. I think to to go on that stage and give Roger Goodell a hug. Um, you know, I mean, it's like it's like your moment to clarify just how hard you worked and uh, finally get to that point. And some people think it means walking on the stage and giving the you know the owner or the whatever the you know whatever, whatever you want to call him. What, what's the the commissioner a hug? Um, I think some guys think it's it's more respect to get your, your name announced the starting tunnel of the, the first game. So I think every player handles it differently, but I think a lot of players would want to wear their best suit and get out there and give Goodell a hug. Yeah, the, the shoes, the everything else. And mm-hmm. I, I just wonder, I think the NFL is so big that you get so many of those moments, and I'm just I'm not sure that has to be the moment. Also, the other side of it is, like, I saw a guy like N'Kobe Dean. He's going to be on the list. Okay. And I almost feel like, this is a, in my like, conspiracy theory, okay. you're seeing in some places people think that he could actually drop down pretty low in that first round. And so I always wonder if the NFL is like, hey, N'Kobe Dean, we really like you here because we think you're one of the guys that could either go 12 or, like, 34th, and we need some of those guys here. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, for sure. Like they need the waiting room guys. So you, you need the waiting room guys. It's, it's great drama. It's great theater. I don't want to be that. I, I figure more people don't go because of the fear of that. Because you don't want to be that guy, the Aaron Rodgers. 
right? Yeah, but Aaron well, Rodgers still went in the first round. I know, but he waited a long no, time. No, he, he did wait. Yeah. Um, he went, you know, he had to wait longer than he expected to wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else most recently? Who was it? Um, was it a quarterback? Lamar. Was it Lamar Jackson? He yeah. was there? Yes. I mean, and waited Lamar long. did have to wait. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's like a fear factor of that because it, it's almost, it's, it borders on, is that embarrassing? Like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't think it's embarrassing to be picked 35th in the draft overall, no, right? not at all. But there's this sense that you're being shown on camera all the time and yeah. and things aren't going your way. And just because every mock draft had you here, you're mm-hmm. supposed to go here, even though that's not real life. Yeah. <laughs> and so Casey, I, you don't like people. Would you go to the draft if you were a first-rounder? No. No? What would you do? Chilling, bro. This, I'm saying like chilling at home with family and friends, be on the golf course. Yeah, just be at, at home. a Rays game. Okay. I'd probably be playing some FIFA, so okay. I'd turn the volume on my phone. <laughs> well, we know this guy would be fishing. Florida Sports and Fishing Report time. Captain Rick Riles uh, with us here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. You would do the Joe Thomas thing, Captain Rick. Go fishing while your name is your golf. Dog, you're doggone right. I may or may not have had a partner in a tournament one day that was uh, fishing his heart out while his wife found out what gender their son was going to be. So that, oh, that may, wow. That, that may have happened. I don't know. Hey, but, uh, you got to control what you can control, Captain Rick. There was no control <laughs> no, over a, that. It was the tournament. Forget everything. Else. We're talking a tournament. Oh, here. it's you a can, tournament by all means. Yeah. <laughs> you can win sunglasses, a Yeti cooler, and $200 in these things. Yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a boy or a girl. It's not like it's, a, it's like a million pounds. You know what I'm saying? really a mystery? Yeah, it's not a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> you got a 50-50 shot. Pink or blue, way. you're good. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Kingfish? Barracuda? Well, yeah, I'll tell you. Um, pretty good day today. Actually, got a little better out in the blue water. The uh, Dirty Limb 2. Had a dozen tunas in a mahi, and the right, uh, original Dirty Land had half a dozen tunas in a wahoo. So, pretty, uh, that's not great fishing for this time of year, but it's better than it has been the last few days. So, maybe it's on the upturn. More wind than we thought in a different direction than we thought today. It was supposed to be relatively light out of the west. It turned out of the northeast, and it blew harder than expected. That made it tougher on the guys looking for cobia today. Um, there are Spanish mackerel along the beach, and there are some at the jetties. And the reds and big trout bit very well today. Captain Tony Bazella stopped by the dock earlier today to talk to me. They had just lost one of the biggest trout Tony had ever seen, and they'd already caught some in the 22 to 24-inch range. So real good trout fishing. Going to be a very good day tomorrow. They're calling for call motion. We'll have to wait and see if it happens. But you'll you'll know we'll be on top of it at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning with the Florida Sports and Fishing Show. And we'll be back Monday with another report brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping. Thank you, boys. Thanks, Captain Rick. Have a good weekend, man. And I uh, hope everybody else has a good weekend as well. Uh, this Easter weekend, enjoy the time with the family. And uh, we get back after it on Monday inside a couple of weeks to the NFL draft. We'll see if anything breaks or anything is happening. On the draft front, I feel like it's going to be a pretty quiet week and a half. Uh, by the way, Trent Balky and Doug Peterson, I think we'll hear from those guys later next week as that annual pre-draft luncheon. Uh, so they'll reveal exactly who they're picking to us. Is that at uh, the stadium or on the yacht? Uh, that is on the stadium, so you're probably invited. Nice. Well, at least one of you guys. Nice. Not on the yacht. Oh, of course not. No. No way. No, never. Hey, have a good weekend, man. 
Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, Action Sports Jacks OT coming up next. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton, followed by the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. And again, don't forget, watch us on CBS 47, Fox 30 all weekend long with some Action Sports Jacks primetime as well. We'll see you Monday, everybody. Have a good weekend. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.